Hi, I'm Amanda Pashuko. This is She Love. Hello, it's Davida. I'm Gina Lovato. Hey, it's Anna Dunn. I'm Caitlin Bailey. This is Melissa Novak. It's Sean Jacobson. Hey, it's Bethany Nicole. Welcome to Sex Party. And welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. <laughs> Sex Party with your host, Dustin Ripka. Hello and welcome to Sex Party. I'm your host, Dustin Ribka. With me on the show this week is Alice Lovegood. Alice is taking a break from a fuckathon. She's taking a little time out to do this episode with me. What is a fuckathon, you ask? You are going to find out in this episode. We also talk about polyamory, a little bit about non-monogamy. Alice tells a story about running through the woods away from her partner and a little hunter prey role play we talk about what she's doing on only fans and we dive into the psychological aspects of sex and how they are equally if not more important than the physical aspects it's a ton it's it's a fun episode so without further ado enjoy my conversation with alice lovegood this week's conversation, conversation. alice lovegood welcome to sex party how are you doing I'm very good. I'm very tired, actually. I could do with a nap, but... <laughs> do you want to tell them why why you're tired? Uh, what you just told me offline? Because that'd be a great way to start the show. Um, so basically, me and my really clever little mind decided that I was going to do something called a fuck-a-thon, um, which... Regrets. <laughs> basically, <laughs> I... <know. laughs> so, um... I like said, you know, oh, you can sponsor a fuck. Um, and, you know, everyone that, that sponsors a fuck will get all the fucks and um, however many we get we'll do in 24 hours. Well, we had to cap it at 20 because nobody's doing more than 20 fucks in 24 hours. Um, but, yeah, we're like in the middle of that right now. I think I think we still have six, <laughs> six videos to go later. <laughs> So, okay, so you took a break from the marathon fucking to come to Sex Party. I am yeah. I'm honored. I am thrilled. I'm, I'm, I'm icing the Johnny like, right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, we, we, we love this. This is the... This is the halftime show for your uh, for your marathon fuck sessions. Okay, so yeah. everybody... So they pay the money. Um, and then like, how long are you guys banging for each time? Does it matter? Does it, does it, does it change? We've done like, we've done like loads of different videos. We've done like rimming, we've done oral, we've done using toys. We've done, there he is, the main man. <laughs> He's puffing, <laughs> puffing smoke now. Um, yeah, like blowjobs, standing up sex, um, just what else? I can't even, oh, massages. We've done gonna do like a strip tease later and then we're gonna do anal at the end like we're saving that one grand finale you know when, yeah. when my when my puss cannot handle anymore the, yeah yeah the back door's gonna be like chime in yeah you gotta move to different to different places so you can uh it's like i mean it, it's no different and i say this about porn on the show all the time but it is no different than being an athlete really yeah, yeah, it's, you know? a, it's a marathon. We've got, we've got like, um, <laughs> you know, the silver, silver coats for the end. Little, we've got Luke's <laughs> <eight> here. 
<laughs> lube, lube galore. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's lube. To be fair, I wouldn't do it if I didn't enjoy it. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, obviously. Um, okay, so after that amazing little intro, let's do the traditional intro. So for the people who have no idea who you are, they're hearing your accent, they're like, who is this person, where is she from, uh, what's she about? Can you talk a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, so my name's Alice Lovegood. I'm a sex educator, life coach, and I make essentially ethical real porn. Um, I'm from Britain. I'm from Devon, so I'm a bit of a country girl. Um, I'm a mum in my real life, and I'm a, just about to get married. We're in a polyamorous relationship. And yeah, I love like destigmatizing sex and kink and all that fun stuff. No, that's awesome. Um, and I appreciate that uh, because that just sets up the episode even even more for uh, to jump in any direction that we should choose. And the first one, I think you said you're uh, about to get married. Congratulations there. Thank you. Polyamorous <laughs> relationship. Okay. What kind – because – this is really, I think, crucial and important. And on this show, we're getting into a lot of polyamory. We're getting in, into a lot of the different shades of it because it does have different aspects. Some people are polyamorous this way, that way. So what does your polyamorous relationship look like? So um, we're quite new in our polyamory Um so I basically personally believe that there's no limitations on love. Um, I have three children and I don't love one less because I had another. Um, and I think life is worth like for living and experiencing. Um, so we have, I'm a, like, we have like boundaries between ourselves. Um, like I wouldn't, look essentially for like another relationship we have our we're like nesting partners we're getting married we're very like together um but like I wouldn't say no to an experience if I met someone and wanted to be intimate with them um if that makes sense yeah and then so does it work the same um does it work the same for for him like if he finds someone at the pub or something that he wants to hook up with he does he do you guys ask each other like hey or is it like you're doing threesomes or what like what does it look like more so like day to day so if he wanted to then he could but he's much more monogamous on the spectrum i do think it's like a spectrum um but we do like have so we've just done our first threesome um and that was actually like his first time with another person um, we did film that. That was super fun. Uh, so I think <laughs> now we've had that experience. He's like, oh, actually, I kind of get it. Because I think before that, he can necessarily separate love and sex because he'd only had sex with me and we're in love. So now he's like, oh, yeah, OK, I can see now. Um mm -hmm. So before it was more just me. And that kind of came from like work, like being with other women and him. I think like we've done a lot of internal looking at where these feelings come from, like, you know, jealousy or why don't I want them to be with another person and kind of like reflecting on that. Because a lot of it, I think, comes from 
you know, insecurity, uh, pain from the past. Like we did a cucking scene recently. I watched him. It's been a fantasy of mine for a long time to like watch him fuck someone else. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I love like being voyeuristic and stuff like that. And I did enjoy it, but there was like a particular part in the scene where he like, cupped her face and said you're really fucking good at that when he was she was giving him a blowjob and I was like oh no didn't like that um but it was because it's come from like the competitivity in me it's come from like that feeling like oh am I as like feeling like I'm not good enough and it's those feelings that are affecting me not his behavior right now so I think that's a lot of polyamory is like being able to feel those negative emotions and work through those emotions and seek support in those emotions. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where we are right now. So when that happened in the scene, when he cupped her face and gave her the, uh, the compliment about the blowjob, did you react in the scene or did you wait till it was after to voice that it bothered you? Um, so uh, in the scene, I kind of like got up and I um, used like toys and stuff so that I was like involved and then I felt a lot better. Um, but yeah, so I literally just got up and, and got involved and then I felt fine. Um, and then afterwards, I just told him how I felt and what happened. And we had like a really, we went out for dinner and we had some drinks. And then when we got back, like we had like a reconnective sex essentially and it was a lot of me going you're fucking mine and (laughs) then he like um, and we saved like cream pie for us so so, like we have like things that are ours we can't do with other people um which makes it nicer as well sure yeah because i think a lot of it and and um i again like i just think doing the show for as long as i have i think it it it's a, it's a total negotiation almost. Right. And I think you have to not just negotiate, you know, like it's a business contract, right. But like you're constantly renegotiating and then maybe something comes up like, you know what? I agreed to that. Don't like it. And then you Mm got to kind of like change it around. So it sounds like that is that rings true for, for your polyamorous and and you know whether it's content or whether it's in your personal it's constantly a negotiation because that kind of stuff like that kind of stuff can fuck people up you know like and and i I say it all the time but you know no one wants to be screaming a safe word during during a fucking threesome you know it's like the (laughs) last that's the last place so you don't want to be screaming bananas at the top of your at the top of your lungs it kind of ru- ruins the vibe or whatever. Um, yeah, or me. But I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, because pe- people like can get very like, for instance, so so I had this girlfriend a long time ago. We won't mention names. Um, she knows who she is if she's if she's listening or watching. I doubt she is, but um, uh, great person. Um, at a certain point in the relationship we sort of discovered through like experimenting just with like role playing and whatever, that there was something about her seeing or visualizing me with like her friends and it would make her like insanely horny and turned on, but also like insanely kind of like angry. (laughs) So there was this like balance and 
we tried a couple things a little bit. We never went like full, full, but like kind of close. And it was very interesting just psychologically that though that it can really walk the line between horny and pissed. Yeah. And, but I think the thing that I realized, cause I actually did like a video on, um, like reflections and how I didn't, I like how fantasies sometimes aren't what they are in your head. Um, and that is actually okay. And, the comments like so many people were like it's not okay to feel those feelings and I think so we're brought up um like this generation are brought up in a world where we we literally just avoid negative feelings like everybody's like if it feels bad like if if it's negative like no no that's that's awful you shouldn't even risk feeling those feelings and I'm my point is like it's it's okay to struggle with things if you've got the right support and ability to work through and communicate those feelings then it's fine like we can't run from bad feelings you just can't yeah yeah i mean well there's a there's a you know a therapeutic psychological approach to that where it's like just embrace it as you would anything good right you just just let it be right there that that's a huge thing in therapy but also too like no fucking guts no galaxy guys like like take a the fucking ride take the goddamn risk you fucks um like that's <laughs> that's what and 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 mainly I'm, I'm i'm not talking to like uh my wonderful beautiful intelligent audience but there are some people like in the comments especially like on the sex party Facebook page or on the Instagram where they're commenting like these kind of relationships are never work out. And someone always ends up angry. It's like, bro, either, either something happened to you and, and, and let's work through that. Or you're just being a fucking hater. Like, yeah. Or you're like, scared. I saw a thing the other day. It was like, Oh, you don't, everybody, when you, when you have a, um, a breakup in polyamory, everyone's like, yeah, it's because polyamory doesn't work. But when somebody breaks up in monogamy, that nobody's like, yeah, it's because monogamy doesn't <laughs> work. Like someone right. cheats in monogamy and nobody, nobody's like, well, it's because you're polyamorous. When likely it probably is because they're poly and just don't know how to tell people. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like under undercover, right, there seems to be more polyamory happening than there is in the public uh space or whatever. But that I feel like those gaps are starting to close slowly. Would you say that's true or or do you think there's still a lot of resistance to polyamory? I think I think it's easy to think that there isn't because of where, like what we do and the community that we build, it's almost like an echo chamber of our thoughts sometimes. Um, but in the general population, it's not, I don't think it's understood. Like, and I think particularly from a male perspective, like my partner, um, I think a lot of it is like, oh, I don't, I don't want to be like it thrown in my face that you're banging other men. It's like emasculating for him almost. Um, mm. And I think a lot of yeah. it is based in that patriarchal, oh, you own a woman and she's not allowed to go anywhere. And if she does, then you're weak. And there's so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. all right. For, like, it's all right for him. Like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I get to bang other women. But he's like, shh, shh don't tell anyone about the men. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, so, okay, what would your definition, if you had to, if you had to tell the difference between non-monogamy 
in polyamory, right? This is something that comes up all the time. What's the difference between the two? Is there a difference? I mean, your own personal intimate definition of the difference between non-monogamy and polyamory. Well, putting it down to complete basics, it would be monogamy is exclusivity in a relationship and polyamory is openness in sure. some way or, of an, uh, or another. Because there's so many different branches. Like I wouldn't call myself entirely polyamorous because I don't have multiple relationships. Um, I think I could, but that's a boundary that me and my partner are kind of, you know, we're working on. Um, but then there's just like open and then there's swinging and then there's good. There's, so there's so many different branches, but, you know, closed and open is the easiest way. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. I mean, I always boil it down to, you know, non-monogamous is like, it could be anything. It could be hookups, relationships, whatever. And when you get into polyamory, it, it does seem to be more relationship-ask-based where you're open to having more, you know, sex and sex and sex and. So it's like sex and you're going out to dinner maybe or or like whatever your emotional connections. Polyamory tends to be more um sex and also emotional base that's how i would i mean whatever but i just wanted to see if you would if you would vibe with that um i want to jump to you know how you got into this work um when did it start tell me tell us the your your origin story were you interested uh in sex and just things that maybe your your friends weren't and you just kept pursuing it or these thoughts kept coming or whatever. But where did you start? Where did you get the idea? Like, okay, there's something here. So I've always been like mega horny. Um, maybe because of my bipolar. I don't know. I'm just hypersexual. And um, so originally it actually started. So I was pregnant um, and I was like way too much for my partner we were monogamous at the time and I was like I need some kind of outlet like sexual outlet creativity and I'm I'm a fetish like you know I could probably make some money because people like lots of people love pregnancy content um so I kind of started and then was like I'm making a lot more money and I'm a lot happier than doing I, I used to work um, in like social care, health and social care. So I was like, you know, I've flexibility with being at home. I get an outlet and I'm making money. It just makes sense to carry on. Um, and then I, I found that so personally, when I was younger, um, I went to porn for education. I wanted to see what sex was like. And so I went to porn and I got a very warped idea of what sex was. Um, and I also found that a lot of the people that were coming to me, like there was a lot of virgins. There was a lot of people that carried loads of shame over their kinks. There was a lot of um, people that were really misguided on how to talk to a woman or how to. And then I found I was helping them and they were like, oh, my goodness, I can actually like. I, I have a relationship now or I have like intimacy with my partner. I'm able to talk to them about my needs. And I was like, I feel like there's a real need for like real 
porn, real intimacy, real connection, real showing all the consent and the cuddles and that, oh, can you get me some lube or can you get me a glass of water or um, like... Can you get me both? Love, right? yeah. And like <laughs> also an opportunity to teach because, you know, you can't just stick a dick in an arsehole and expect it to be well received um so I started kind of I did a course I um qualified I did the life coaching course and I just really started building this audience I guess this community um and then the Instagram has just kind of blown up over the last like couple of months from nothing to now 120k so and my page has completely gone bonkers it's so incredible I'm so thankful for everyone um but yeah I do like you know anal guide or I'll I do like how to be confident in a bedroom or you know an anatomy or clitoris how to make a woman come um and then like a brat scene how to make a scene how to do aftercare um it's it's really wonderful I love making the content it's something I'm genuinely really passionate about and everyone seems to really like it so Mm -hmm. yeah I mean that's what that's what drew me in Uh, it was late one night I was doing like a search for for guests and I'm like really picky about who I have on the show because I have fucking OCD and I'm a psychopath you know um and so I I did I stumbled onto a piece of your content which obviously led me to your page and your and your page is amazing we're gonna talk about that in in a second but I just want to recap what you just said because i think it's it's important to your story right so you started out you had this insatiable kind of like horniness you were pregnant um the partner was there but wasn't quite giving you all that you could uh want and desire so then you were like i'm going to start making content right mm-hmm. okay so it was a lot of solo content at that time yeah right? at the beginning and then it just got I think the OnlyFans and making content gave me and my partner the opportunity to talk about sex in a way that we had never talked about sex before. And it, and like exploring all these different kinks. So like I found out that I have like a wet kink and a milk, like lactation kink. And he had the same kind of development. And now he's, I can't keep up with him. I didn't know how he just that man isn't ridiculous um but he like broke down a lot of his own so like stigmas and barriers and really opened up and now we're having the best sex we've ever had in our life it's yeah wait what what was the kink you mentioned before the lactation kink so wet so like i just love anything that's like wet and messy like uh, give us some examples so squirting milk um oil anything that makes like a wet noise like calm like Mm. yeah messy wetness i love it so is that like a urine thing too not so much not really (laughs) well you know yeah yeah, you never know where the where the line is i've I've heard a couple things where like they they've talked about and i'm like oh i could but i think for me part of it is experiencing it with someone else and if they're really into it then i'm like oh i love a lot of my kinks stem from being like want giving someone something that they've never had or something and they're like holy fuck this is hot um so 
if they're into it and then I do it, then that makes me like so the, the milk thing is a lot from that. It's something that not everybody can do. And then when I like squire out all over them and they're like, Oh, I'm like, Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um and and so that's incredible because if you were doing OnlyFans and you're making money, you're enjoying it, you're pregnant, right? And then you're also like having these people come to you because a lot of only and people don't get this about OnlyFans either, but it's like there's a lot of conversation that goes along with con the content. People are telling you what they're into. They're telling you maybe about, you know, how shitty their day was or like they had an ex that was an asshole or like whatever, right? So then you start to realize, oh, wow, not only is there a need for conversation and education, but like, I kind of am feeling it that I want to do it. So then you added the educational life coachy, um, sex educator piece to it then. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's fucking, I mean, you literally learned in the trenches, right? Because it was based on something you needed and then you found other people that needed things. Right. And then started providing for them. So that's like, that's really, really incredible. So congratulations there. Um, yeah, I mean, what a what a great natural progression, right? You you like found it, then found that, and now you're now you're here. Um, and then to, to jump over to your to your page, I mean, how do you pick your your content? Is it like because you do tackle things and you tackle them like in an educational way, but also like in an entertaining way? Um, a lot of kink stuff, shame stuff, uh, but also a couple things we'll, we'll talk about here in a second. But how are you picking topics? Like, for instance, I saw you just did something on on free use, right? And I love I love the free use thing because I feel like this is I don't want to say it's new, but in in the culture, you're starting to see free use the the words like more on on the porn sites and more in like literature. So what is free use right and how did you pick that to talk to to cover so free use is essentially cons you you're essentially giving consent unless you actively withdraw consent so unless i safe word i'm consenting so he can just and it's it's usually like for me it's like a part of my brassing. So it actually happened like organically for us. It's something we've done for a long time. We didn't be like, oh, we want to do free use. We've just always kind of done it. Um, and it's like me being bratty, so I'm refusing to pay attention to him, but he can just use me, and it's just something we find really hot. So you know, if I'm washing up and he like lifts my scarf and will just fuck me or, um like some we've got quite a deep connection where he's really good at knowing whether I am actually like up for penetration some people use like jewelry or a symbol that they are consenting um but like even like I'm if I'm like no he'll like just wank and come all over my chest like it's essentially like seeing me as a sexual object to be used um and he can just help himself as and when he wants, but I won't necessarily be an active part. So that's what free use is for us. Um, it comes under the bracket of CNC, um, but there's like lots of different aspects of CNC. So there's free use, there's like somnophilia, which I think I did a video on, which is sex while you're asleep. Um, there's like 
rape play, which is when you actively role play not wanting sex. And then there's like primal play, which is another one we really like where like, you know, run and, and it's like the chase. But then when he catches you, you, you'll probably be more, you'll be more like, yeah, fucking let's go. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. It all makes sense. Well, have, have you guys ever like incorporated like, uh, like a costume or something into it? Like, has he chased you around as like the scream killer or anything yet? No. So role play, there's, there's, I'm into lots of things, but there's a few things that just don't really do it for me. And like, Role play is one of those things I like to kind of be myself in the scenes. Um, and then like public play is another one that I'm just not down for. I like the idea. I like being an exhibitionist. I like like having the windows open or being, but I, I don't like the idea of being caught. I think I, that hits my break. I'm scared that, you know, somebody might see something they don't want to see. And, and that stops me from being able to be sexual. But I do like, Say like we've had sex in swimming pool changing rooms, for example, where like you know they're all there but they don't know, and you've got to be quiet. Mm. Um, but yeah, we mm. haven't like we've dressed up for content, but or I love like I love putting on like a dommy outfit, um, like latex and stuff like that. But it's again usually for us it's like a bratty thing. Like I'm like I'll I'll fucking dominate you, you bitch, and then he's like, no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, that's great. That's, that's fucking awesome. Um, and, and I just want to jump back real quick and sort of just, you know, dumb down the free use thing because I think it's new, newer and, and I like to like, you know, define everything out for the audience. So basically free use is like, uh, you're like, Hey, I'm consenting in advance to, yeah. you can have sex with me whenever you like, you can do whatever, whatever. Um, and then it sort of carries forward until you use a, a safe word, meaning it could go on for days, weeks, months, right? When, however long you choose to be in that free use space, free use, meaning he can walk up to you while you're like typing on the computer and like put his dick in your mouth or, or like, you know, hit it from behind or masturbate on you, or you could be trying to cook and he has sex with you and you don't necessarily have to interact with him while he's doing it. He's just doing it almost as if you were like an object, like a doll, like a plaything. So that's yeah. the free use. Okay. So yeah, and and um and it is it, that that is like rising in popularity. You, you, that's like you see that on Pornhub. You see that like in a lot of the erotica like stuff that's that people write, you know, in the blogs on, online. And and then also you did say CNC, which stands for consent non consent, which is similar but very different uh where you're consenting um to not consenting basically right like so yeah. you're like hey um you can come through the door and have sex with me even though i am saying no 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 stop no 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 so it's like basically rape fantasy or like yeah. control po power fantasy yeah, it's usually like much more like uh, role play based. You'll have a scene that yeah. you, you want to act out. Some people, like you say, leave their door open and the, the person will have like a thing over their head. Or um, we have we do do that um, a little bit, but it's more like again, it's like a bright thing. Like um, I'll fight back, um, mm. and I get like rolled up into a ball and fucked until. 
he's finished but it's we haven't so much done we've done like a wood wood scene where we went for a picnic and then he was like run and I had to run um but that was more like primal so there's so many different brackets it gets really complicated but yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe have a, everyone should like have an if you're gonna be like running through the woods like maybe have a nap and make sure you're hydrated before you do all that. Um, when you were running through the woods, though, let's stay on this. This is very cool. When you're running through the woods, did you were you able to really get into it and be feel oh, like it was like you so were run- fun? It was just like really like just hunter prey, like fear and like it felt like like chase. And then obviously, like he caught me. But it did make me laugh when I did I did a video on it, like a, a reel, and people were like, I could never catch her, I'd have to have a bike. Or someone was like, I'm disabled, I wouldn't, I'll have to roll. I was like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> like, yeah, you could have your own version of it, right? Yeah, the, the yeah, chase. come on, we'll get yeah, some roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> to- totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a skateboard or a fucking, yeah. you know, a little lime scooter, whatever. Um, oh, and someone so, else said there was one where they had they'd done like a scene like this, and he had tied her up and put her in the car, and she managed to get out of the car and run, and the police got them, and he had to be like, they had to be like, no, 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 we're like we're playing, we're, we're, it's, it's consensual. Oh no! So they so. What did he put her in the car in the trunk somewhere? He put her in the front, but she was like tied up, <laughs> and she managed to like wiggle out and like run away. And um and yeah, the police. <laughs> but, wow! So, so he was like, just make sure if you do something like this, you have like a contract and a recorded video to say you're going to do it in case the yeah. police arrest. How did they? How did they get out of that one with the cops? I don't know. It was just the mm. comment, so I uh, I don't know. How, I That's guess. so funny. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. No, no, we're playing a game. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, buddy. You're about to play another game behind bars. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, <laughs> so okay. So when he when he caught you in the woods, did you guys just like fuck it out in the dirt then, like right yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like I didn't like resist once he caught me. It was very much mm. like a oh, you've caught me now. Yeah. Let's let's go. How long did he chase you for? It felt like ages. I was like, oh, my God, catch me. I'm running out of steam. You're like but, slowing down. Yeah. Like, All right, come on. But to be fair, he is quite fast and I'm quite slow. So it probably wasn't as long as it felt like. Yeah, yeah. And then um, was he like making sounds, like screaming and like making like little weird, crazy, like hunter noises and shit or no? None of no, that. No, it's just running. And I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Was this at night or during the daytime? It was in the day. I'm surprised yeah. we didn't get caught, to be fair. Like, someone like, what the fuck is going on? But it was fun. Right. And then afterwards, like, you get such an adrenaline rush. Like, it's so nice to, like, reconnect after and just cuddle. And aftercare is, is lovely. And and being in subspace is, like, the best feeling ever. You feel, like, high. <laughs> I think, yeah. Well, if you could, right, define subspace. I love this. I love this term. This is the first time it's been used on here. I'm obviously familiar with it because um, my partner is uh, very submissive. So, but from you, a professional, 
if you would define subspace so subspace is essentially like a euphoric state um of like when you've completely submitted um it's like it is literally like feeling high like your brain doesn't really work (laughs) um and you just feel like euphoric that's the only way I can really explain it um yeah euphoria is so it's it's lush but your brain doesn't work so make sure you eat and have cuddles and someone to look after you because you're just like (laughs) yeah I feel like it's either close to um and again like I'm more of a dominant person so I have my own thing right but but I feel like you know in my past with women, there, there's always a term like either come drunk or dick drunk, or you're just sort of so uh, intoxicated from the sex that it, it feels like this euphoric, almost like do whatever you want to me kind of kind of thing where you, you're like, you're kind of like mumbling and like saying like shit that doesn't make sense, you know, uh, hence the term like dick drunk or whatever. So I think maybe subspace and come drunk are are maybe like cousins or something it feels like yeah yeah very similar and I think like it's just maybe a bit more intense because obviously like orgasms you get that like like that lovely relaxation but I think when you add like submission and pain and um almost that like the anticipation and then the all of the different chemicals you get from from the sensations you're feeling and also like that complete letting go to someone else it's it's very meditative um I'm someone with ADHD and for me it's like so relaxing because my brain is usually so overwhelming it's almost like normal sex doesn't stimulate me enough I can be fucking and be like oh it's granddad's birthday on Tuesday and (laughs) (laughs) so I need that like extra extra Mm -hmm. stimulation and that ability for someone else to take control for me to get that beautiful come drunk feeling yeah i mean you need someone to like almost like command your attention and and box it in and, and dominate it and i think that's a big part of it's not just like hey like throw your partner down and and fuck them till they can't fucking breathe right it's it's that plus the um at least again for for me that plus like the psychological dominant um sort of controlling obviously with consent y'all but like um that that is such a big part i think people miss that psychological aspect and i think that there is no education telling besides people like yourself um there is no no one's telling us how to have psychological sex along with the physical sex. And and that's my favorite shit. We talk about it a lot on, on the show. Um, I mean, how important would, would you say, and maybe how lacking is the psychological aspect to, to sex? Oh, it's, it's the biggest part. Like, I think you could, you know, smack someone up and it's, that's not fun. It's the having to behave or having to do like, Oh, you know, yes what yes daddy yes or like you didn't thank me it's the playing of the game and the 
the anticipation and the reward and the the power and the, and and it's like a dynamic it's so much more fun it wouldn't be fun if it was just like getting a beat in it's 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 like a game and um like with my partner like you we have I'm I'm bratty which not everyone is but that's like part I can up the ante people don't realize there's a lot of power in submission um it's not just like oh do what you want to me I'm gonna lay here like a floppy fish um if I want him to be rougher with me I'll spit in his face or if I want him to reward me I'll I'll be good or if I like it's a dynamic together it's a dance and it's so much fun um yeah and I, yeah I, I guess there does need to be a lot more like education on that side it's something I will actually actively see if I can do I'll take some notes and because that's not something mm-hmm. I've covered as much I don't think the psychological domination and submission yeah, because, you know, there's the, there's the, and I found myself doing this with, with my current partner is, is I, I was so into her, uh, that the, by the time we actually had sex, right. I took like all of my years of sex knowledge and I just put it into an, an a very performative, like I'm going to fuck you until you're scraping the ceiling for help kind of a thing. And while that's all well and good, it wasn't until, I sort of relaxed that uh, and then became more of myself psychologically that our sex just like blew, like everything's on fire. Holy shit. This is awesome. Right. And I think that is so fucking important to, to not just, cause I think, you know, coming from a dude standpoint, you know, I think, Men just like want to get in there, pound it out, not dirty talk and get the fuck out. And I think that that's a huge problem with a a male female relationship is that the second you make it more psychological, you know, boom, like I feel like the, the that's the female component that they that they need, but also it's so much better for you as a man, and and nobody and nobody's talking about it. So yeah, if you can fucking make some content on it, that'd be great. Yeah. We're ordering that right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, it makes sense because like most, so most men are um, they are spontaneous. They have spontaneous desire. It's called it, which essentially is because as you grow up. Um, when you get horny as a person with a penis, you have a hard on and that tells you you're horny. So what you see in that time, you're like, oh, this is what makes me horny. Whereas people with vulvas, women, they don't have that outward symbol of horniness. So for them, the majority of women are what's called responsive desires. So they need the situation and the context to make them horny rather than what they're necessarily seeing. So that's why it's much more of a mental game for a woman than it is a man's than it is a man. But like you said, if you play her right and you get her to that point, you're going to see a lot more horny stuff. So <laughs> then it's better for both because what's better than watching a woman in space <laughs> like oh that's amazing yeah. <laughs> like, fucking 
Come drunk subspace, yes. yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I looked awful then. I was like, literally, like demented. I think one time he started singing the the Doctor Who theme tune, and I was like, I must have looked terrible. He's like, no, no, no. That's why I like. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that yeah, and that's the thing is like you know speaking for myself, and you know what, speaking for all men because I can and I will, right? Fuck it. Um, I'm a podcast host. I can do that. Um, we love when 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 y'all look just totally fucked up. Yeah, like, like that's just the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, on the psychological tip, um, you, you know, we all know that women get hit on more than men. Women have more choices than men in most cases. Um this is a great way for dudes to stand out to women that they desire is to have be psychologically sexual, you know, don't just be like talking about your fucking boner and you know, where you're going to shoot a a really bad, like bird's eye view of a dick pic. It's just (laughs) the top of it with feet in the background. Like, I do that on yeah, my Instagram. No. I do dick pic tutorials. Like, if you want to know how to take a really good dick pic, like, I'll help you out, brother. Like, <laughs> they need That's to know. great. The worst one I ever got, there was an actual shit in a toilet behind him. I was like, dude. Wow. I, yeah, I wonder what that guy's doing right now. That's <laughs> that's not – no one – there's no future there at all. <laughs> at all. No, no future. <laughs> I mean, what do you even say back to that i was like dude like i'm not even going to respond to that like, <laughs> like please try yeah. again please go back to fucking school um <laughs> i don't have any level of horn left in me yeah <laughs> jesus he fucking beat it out of you with one punch <laughs> oh my god that's fucked up um <laughs> Okay, so so what can people expect if they head over to your OnlyFans? Like, what what kind of content are you doing? Um, is it a big, you know, menu of things they can order from? Plus stuff you're popping out there. Like, what are? Uh, what, what can so I'm I'm mainly I don't do much PPV. Most of my stuff's on the wall. I like finding I like showing off. So it didn't make sense to me to put it behind a paywall. Um, so you get boy, girl, 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 boy, girl, girl, boy, boy, girl, like just everything. Um, but it's all real. Like it's genuine experience, genuine connection, genuine orgasms. I don't fake anything unless I'm doing like a specific role play scene. Um, the only thing I like ask for extra is like customs and sexting and cock mm. rates and, um, like this fuck fun we're doing um and then like some kink stuff but I, I genuinely have it all out for people to see um the most things I get comp- so I do like quite a lot of audio stuff I do something called a ramble fap that's quite fun um which is basically where I just have a little chat about my day and have an audio wank and <laughs> buzz away that's fun or I do like JOIs very wholesome JOIs like I'll make you feel good and tell you like about the hormones that are going to rush your body and how you shouldn't feel bad about playing with yourself and guide you. Um, very like soft mummy type thing. Um, 
And then me and my partner do a lot of content on there. That's what we mostly get compliments on because it's it's real, like it can be like lovemaking or actual like Dom and Brat scenes. And it's a lot of like experimentation together, which is fun. I think people really enjoy seeing us like the threesome, our first threesome. Um, and then I have, you know, I do content with girls, which I just fucking love sex. So it's all really real. Um, and then I'll chat to you easy peasy. And I do like guides as well. So I've got like an anal guide on there, conf- body confidence, self-love. Um, I've got like a wholesome, like uh, make love to me, like POV stuff. Honestly, if if you thought about it, it's probably I've done it. <laughs> Well, what like on the on the threesome tip, right? Like, what do you prefer personally? Do you prefer yourself with two men, or yourself with a man and a woman, or yourself with two women? I mean, so because I, I feel like this is very. A, I prefer prefer with a woman. Um, okay. Yeah. So, because I like women too, and I like watching. I don't actually. I like being the center of attention, but I like the thing I really love about when I have a threesome is like it's like you can fuck her. Like, look how see how how nice I am. Look how good he is. Look how good he is at fucking. But he's mine. Like he has. He's coming back to me. But see, he's well <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing that gets me off. And like, even when when we had the threesome recently with. Uh, my friend Peach Dom, she's a wonderful human. Um, I like to like be like, yeah, fuck her, like or like grab her head and like I, I, I'm not someone who's like pay attention to me completely. Yeah, and the times so the times where it was you and two dudes, like was there something that you thought going in? That well, so we haven't different. so that's booked in but we haven't like mm, okay. actually done that video yet um so we'll see how that goes um yeah but i'm i'm just nervous about well one like what do i do with all these dicks like <laughs> i can have to, <laughs> one in the mouth one in, or but and also i know that if he, my partner's not enjoying it then i won't enjoy it and i don't uh, i'm nervous yeah. about how that will go we'll see we'll see what happens yeah, and I, I always love to ask about that when that comes up because I feel like there's there's like multiple camps when you talk to women about having sex with more than one man at the same time. One's like, oh, I can't wait. All the attention's on me. I love it. I love it. I love it. And the other one's like, oh, my God, it sounds like so much work. I don't know what to do. So that's why I asked to see which side of it. But if you haven't done it yet, then. Yeah. See, I, I want to do – I would love to do one like with two bi guys. I think I would be really into that. Um, because they can enjoy each other as well. But, yeah, with two straight guys, it's obviously all on me, which I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But I have yeah. got a bit of a thing for being, like, full and completely dominated. So if I'm passive, I think I will really like it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes – that totally tracks. That totally makes sense. Um, before we let you get back to the fuckathon, um, I love that this is the halftime show. This is amazing. Um, could you give some advice just like, I don't know, to whomever you want, but just the idea that I, that there's people out there that are confused. They, they want 
what they want, but they're not quite sure what they want. If that makes any fucking sense at all, they're a little lost. They feel shame. What would be like your, if you're going to be shot into space or set, set adrift in the ocean, what would, what would your last piece of advice um, about sexuality be to the audience? Ooh, that's a... No pressure. No pressure yeah, at I all. I know, right? <laughs> I think my overall like message is we only get, well, personally, I believe, we only get like one life. And we've been gifted this amazing ability to feel pleasure, to connect with ourselves, to connect with others, to explore our bodies and sensations and to ha- to create completely different worlds, essentially, in this adult playground. If If this was a product that society could sell, it would be like billions of pounds worth. And so because they can't sell it, they try and stop us using it. So just don't have shame. Just enjoy your body. Like one day you won't be able to. No, that's fucking beautiful and awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Alice Lovegood, thank you so much for being with me on Sex Party this week. Let's tell these party-going people where they can find you, where they can um, buy all of your OnlyFans things, they can dump all their money out onto your your account, um, uh, and where they can follow you online. So uh, my... Instagram is bettersx.blog. I have a blog as well where I do a weekly post you can subscribe to. That's all free. Um, I have a TikTok, which is Alice Lovegood XO. My Twitter, which I'm not going to tell you because you see some milky boobies on there and then you might not subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my OnlyFans is Alice Lovegood as well. So but I appreciate you being here. We will definitely uh, have you back and I will make sure everything is linked for the audience below, uh, wherever they're hearing this, just look below. Um, but thanks for being my guest today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Talk soon. Big thank you to my guest, Alice Lovegood, for taking a break from her fuckathon to be here with me this week. Go check out everything she is doing on OnlyFans, on Instagram. Uh, If you guys want to see more guests like Alice, if you want to see Alice again, right? If you're loving Sex Party, if you're enjoying the the weekly blast of, of, of sex, chaos and education right can we call this education i think we can if you're loving all of this and you just want more how do you show that how do you show that desire well i'm i'm really glad you asked because if you're listening on platforms like apple and spotify you could subscribe to the show that's the most important thing you could do you could also leave a rating you could leave a review if you're watching on YouTube, oh no, I lie, help me. In if you are watching on YouTube, you could subscribe to the channel. That's the most important part. You could like the video. You could leave a comment. As always, you guys can reach out to me in the DMs on Instagram, although Instagram is acting a fool lately. But I will see you right back here next week. 
Thanks for listening. The party continues next week. Click subscribe and let's make this a regular thing. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Sex Party FM. Follow Dustin at Dustin Ribka.